The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Special communion service. We want to just activate the power that is in our, in our covenant, the victory that is in our covenant as we get into this new month. And I want you to understand this very briefly this morning. You are not alone. And you are never alone. As a child of God, you are not alone. You may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You may be going through problems that you are wondering how. How did I get here? What happened? But even in your darkest hour and on your darkest days, in your most difficult seasons, your most confusing seasons, you are not alone. Glory be to God. Can somebody declare with me, I am not alone. I am never alone. I can't hear your voice this morning. Say, I'm not alone and I am never alone. Hebrews 13, God tells us, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Glory be to God. So we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Let me even read that verse to us. I wasn't planning to go to, to touch on that this morning. Hebrews 13, we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Um, Hebrews 13 from verse 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. That's a powerful lesson there on its own. And that's a very good, a powerful wisdom key there on its own. Be content with what you have. You can't have everything. And you will never have everything. And some people will always have more than you, better than you. Anything we are talking about, the most important thing and the wisest thing you can do is with whatever you have, however little or however, be content. And this is why you should be content. Not that you should not desire to have more or you may not want to have more. Be content with such things as you have. For God himself has said, you are not alone. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You are not alone. My main point to us this morning, what I didn't want to share with us, um, and you are never alone. If I can put that up on the board for me this morning, I also want to see it as we declare it. You are not alone. You are never alone. So you can now boldly say, like we did in the service this morning, God is my helper. If God be for me, who can be against me? Hallelujah. And the best time to be able to say things like that and to know how to say things like that, it's okay and it's easy to say things like that when you are in your good times. And I want to prophesy over you. You are coming into good times in Jesus' name. It's guaranteed. Our path is going to shine brighter and brighter. But the best time you must know how to declare things like this is when you are going through difficult seasons. Praise God. Let me hear you declare again, I'm not alone. And I'm never alone. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 14. Glory, glory be to God. I am not alone 
and I'm never alone. Right now, as I start this new month, God is my helper. Genesis 14, and I want to read very quickly verse 18 because of time. Verse 18, Genesis 14. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High. Bread and wine. Keep in mind, this is Old Testament. This is even before the law. But it's a prophetic sign of things to come. And he blessed him. Talking about Abraham. And I'm sure we're all familiar with the story here. Genesis 14. Um, certain kings had come and they had taken over um, t- um, some territory where Lot used to reside, Abraham's nephew. And they had kidnapped Lot and all the people that resided around him. And when the news came to Abraham, hey, your nephew has been kidnapped and so, so, and so had happened. The Bible said Abraham took his armed servants in his house. I think 300 plus of them. And he went to war with those kings that had taken, kidnapped his nephew. And why would Abraham be able to do something like that? He knew he wasn't alone. Big lesson here and revelation here. Abraham did not go, or Abraham, his name, I don't change then. Abraham, his name was still Abraham here. He did not go to that war with those 300 soldiers. No, he went to that battle with God backing him up. He knew God had his back. His confidence wasn't in the 300 servants he was going to war with. Not any more than our confidence is in the masks we are wearing, even though we are wearing the mask. And even though Abraham rode to that war front with his 300 soldiers, his confidence wasn't in the flesh or the things he had in the natural, even though he used the natural weaponry. His confidence was in God. And of course, God gave him the victory. And I declare over somebody under the sound of my voice again. This month and in this season of your life, God will give you the victory in the name of Jesus. Every battle you have to fight, every war you have to go into, God will give you the victory in the name of Jesus. Understand that you are not alone and you are never alone. Praise God. This month in our teaching series on Sunday, we are going to be talking about faith for the miraculous. That's what Abraham demonstrated here. By myself and this little army I have in my house, we are going to this battle. Even though we are going um, against six kings that are probably bigger than us, have a bigger army than us, but we have faith for miracles. We believe God is going to give us the victory. And he went, he defeated the kings, he gathered all the spoils, and he brought it back. That's where we arrive at, at verse 18. When that happened, Melchizedek, the king of Salem, who was also the priest of God, now brought communion elements to him. Bread and wine, they didn't call it communion then. That wouldn't tell us what they were calling it. Jesus had not yet instituted the Lord's Supper. But it's a type and a shadow of things to come. Verse 19, look very closely at what he declared over him. He blessed Abraham and said, blessed be Abraham of God most high. Hallelujah. Possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And the Bible records that Abraham gave Melchizedek a tithe of all. 
He gave him a tithe of the things he won in the battle, the spoil he had. Praise God forevermore. This priest brought the communion elements as it were to him and through that covenant that they broke and that ceremony they had that day, he pronounced the blessings again on Abraham. Now before this time, God had already blessed Abraham. And he was obviously walking in that blessing. That's how he got the victory he got. But there was this ordinance or this ceremony or this practice that was instituted here that a priest of God brought the covenant elements, that's what we call it now today, and in the place of a ceremony, he declared blessings over him again. He was already a blessed man. But he declared his covenant over him again. Hallelujah. And this is how we walk in these things. This is why we do these things. This is what's established for us here. I love the story that was recorded here. If you continue reading from verse 21 to the end, the Bible now said the other kings that were defeated with Lot and that were kidnapped with Lot, they now came and told Abraham, give us our people back. The people that you conquered for us. If you know anything of these times in the Bible, um, it's, um, how do they even say, you conquer and rule. There were no laws established. There were no national boundaries. There were no things like that. Anybody that had power can just come, kill anybody they want to kill, take over their property. And if I defeat you in battle, you become my slave. So he now came back to beg Abraham, please watch this. This is where I'm going this morning. Give us our people back. Keep all the goods that you got in the battle. They were, it was their goods. The six kings that defeated them collected it from the king of Sodom and the other kings. But because they defeated them, it now belonged to those six kings. Abraham defeated those six kings. And based on the way things were practiced in those days, all those people and all those things now belong to Abraham. <laughs> Praise God. They all belong to Abraham. So that king said, Abraham, come and give me back the things you got. The spoils of war that you got. I mean, give us back the people, keep the spoils to yourself. Abraham told him, take everything that was yours. Please watch this very carefully. Particularly in this season of harvest and this season of ingathering that we are talking about and we are declaring. Watch this very carefully. Take everything. I don't want it to be on record. I don't want you to start saying tomorrow that you are the one that made Abraham rich. I have lifted my eyes and my hands to God. I will not even touch the shoelace of your shoe. Come and collect your property. Apart from the people that went to war to me, let them take a share of what they want. But for me, I'm looking to God. Hallelujah. So Abraham understood something. And that's what I want you to catch as we break bread today, as we take this communion together today. Understood something. What Abraham was more interested in, please catch this, wasn't what the physical things that were already available to him, that he already won at a place of war. It was the pronunciation and the blessings that Melchizedek made upon him. There's a harvest coming for me. There's a breakthrough coming for me. How did he know? The prophet of God said it. The priest of God said it over me. God already promised it to me. I'm already walking in the measure of it. But thank God for what I've seen from Genesis 13. 
You know Abraham's story, Genesis 12, God called him, Genesis 13. He started experiencing amazing breakthroughs already. This is Genesis 14, the end. Thank God for what I've seen from Genesis 13 to Genesis 14, but there's another harvest ahead of me. That God, I come and take your things. When the thing God is doing for me shows up, I don't want people to start saying that it was our property <laughs> that made Abraham rich. I'm reminded of the days of Jacob. When God transferred the wealth of Laban into Jacob's hands, Laban should started saying that Jacob stole our father's property. So Abraham saw it in advance. No, I don't want it. There's a harvest from God for me. There's a blessing from God for me. I've not seen it yet. I don't know how it's going to show up yet. But what I've seen already in this one chapter that God and I have worked together, I believe. There are new open doors for me. Glory be to God. There are new breakthroughs for me. And that ceremony was just a confirmation from, for him. That's why he gave me a kiss the tithe. Praise God. That was his response back. His act of faith for the miracle harvest he was expecting. Come and take your things, you kings. God has sworn to bless me. God has promised to bless me. There's a harvest ahead of me. And I'm going to walk in it. Hallelujah. Can I tell somebody something this morning? There's a harvest of healing ahead of you. Oh, yes. Praise God. It doesn't matter the kind of sicknesses or diseases may be attacking your body. It doesn't matter what is going on around the world with COVID. There is a harvest of healing available in this covenant for you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. There is a harvest of marital bliss and joy and fulfillment in God available for somebody under the sound of my voice. Praise God. There's a harvest of new levels, next levels, increase, promotion, elevation ahead of you in the name of Jesus. It is available. Glory be to God. Sir, you just need to believe it. Like Abraham believed it here. And you need to be so dogged and ruthless about your faith, about these things that come and take everything that is already on ground. It's not what is on ground we are looking for. Hallelujah. We use what is on ground as seed for the harvest we have not yet seen. Give Melchizedek the tithe. And he put his faith firmly in those blessings that was made over him. Look at that pronunciation Melchizedek made of him. If you see the way Melchizedek prayed that prayer, he, he, what he was saying is this. By virtue that you are in covenant with God, Abraham, and I believe I taught this last week. Was it in the midweek service? Yeah. That's like Isaac, we are children of promise. When we're teaching about the fact that God keeps, keeps covenant for a thousand generations. And one of the wisdom we should have is we should learn to work in a harvest that is not just the harvest you labor for. If the only things you're enjoying in this earth are things you work for, your salary, and the bonus they give you at work. Sir, you are cheating yourself. Like Isaac, there's something about working in the blessings or the harvest of your fathers. Genesis 26, we studied that here. So look at the prayer Melchizedek prayed and see how much abundance. First of all, see what Abraham was believing for 
And of course, at the end of his life, we saw that he walked in it. But he didn't enjoy everything. More, more or less, Melchizedek said, I'm going to read the prayer again, but I want to explain it to you. He said, now that you are in covenant with God, everything God has is yours. And everything you have is God's. You are one with God. Look at it again. Genesis 14, 19. He blessed Abraham. Blessed there simply means he spoke over him. Blessed be Abraham of God most high. In other words, Abraham and God are now joined. But look how we describe them. Possessor, Abraham. Or Abraham here again, his name had not changed. You are now like God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Abraham was not possessing any heaven or any earth at that time. How do you even possess heaven? (laughs) Praise God. He didn't even have any land to his name. He was a foreigner, he was a sojourner. So Abraham, Abraham knew what he was doing when he told him, come and take everything. I'm not putting my confidence, is what's on God. I'm putting my confidence in the blessing that the harvest, the breakthroughs that God has in store of me, ahead of me, in store for me, ahead of me. That's where I use this faith for. And bless God, he walked in it. You will walk in your own in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Rise up on your feet this morning. I want you to lift your hands to heaven. I don't know what it is you want to see in your life you have not seen. But I've been announcing to you a month has come and gone now. There is a harvest for you in God. Hallelujah. I, lo- I had a testimony from someone in church yesterday that gladdened my heart. He was talking about his business. You know, we started talking about billion flow now and was just testifying. I said, Pastor, for the first time ever in my business, it's a family business that they run. He said that we crossed one billion naira in turnover for the first time ever. From last July to last June. He said it has never happened in the history of our family business. Hallelujah. But last year, in the middle of a pandemic, I lost something he said. You know sometimes when people share testimonies, they teach you a lot. Please hear this and hear this very well. He said it's amazing that, you see that scripture we always quote. And these things we always say, they are real. He said literally what we enjoyed is that when everybody is saying there's a casting down, we are saying there's a lifting up. I was just asking him, I was asking him because I know they do a lot of export and import. I said, ah, all this one that, is it dollar that is appreciating or naira that is depreciating? However you want to explain it. I said, I hope it's not affecting you guys very much. He said, ah, no, in fact, it's working for us. As it were. First time ever. And this is what he said that really blessed me. He said, in the middle of difficulties, it's really amazing how God can do something remarkable in your life. That's what we have. That's what this covenant guarantees us. The covenant does not guarantee that there will be no hardship. Hello? The covenant does not guarantee that there will be no dark nights. The covenant doesn't guarantee that they will not kidnap your brother or your nephew or your family member or your loved one. The covenant doesn't guarantee that um, somebody may not fall sick. In fact, Jesus said you will have tribulation. But respond to the tribulation with a spirit of faith. I have already overcome the tribulation. Hallelujah. That's the kind of attitude Abraham was demonstrating here. Who goes to war with the servants in your house against nations and kings? A man of faith will do it. Can I hear a loud amen? Who gives all the natural spoils on ground? Come and take your own. Me, I'm putting my confidence in the invisible that God has promised that I've not yet seen. Who does that? A man of faith will do that. Glory be to God. 
So I want you to lift your hands. I don't know what you are believing God for. Some of you need healing in your body. It's available. Praise God. You need breakthrough in your business. It's available. Even in a time like this, you can be the next person that God will increase your business so much. You too will be testifying of turnover in billions of naira or hundreds of millions of naira. Or you can be the person that God does a turnaround for you in your career and you will have a promotion that exceeds your expectations. Open your mouth this morning and just begin to cry out to God. You are my helper. You are my hope like Abraham put his confidence in you where this covenant is concerned today oh God I put my trust in you I put my confidence in you the harvest that is ahead of me that I've not yet seen that I've not yet touched that I've not yet experienced whether it's a harvest of healing or whether it's a harvest in my marriage or in my career or concerning my finances or concerning my children whatever promise, whatever blessing, whatever breakthrough that I'm yet to handle in my life, Lord, I stand in faith today as the priest of God speaks blessings over my life and I decree by faith that I receive my harvest. I gather in my harvest. I take my miracle. I take my blessing by faith in the name of Jesus. Oh, shatayala barakatasa. Come on, open your mouth and pray. You are going to have to use your faith yourself, sir. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.